So we're holding by Parakid Zion, Pasaches. We learned previously that Goliath uh, stepped forward. He was the Plishti warrior. He steps forward into no man's land. And then the Psukim digressed to describe to us um, in, in detail Goliath's weaponry, Goliath's armor, to impress upon us how larger than life Goliath was and what an impressive figure he was. So now the Psukim come back to tell us to continue the narration of the story. So Vayamoit, so, so Goliath stands in the no man's land. He calls out to the armies of Klayisol, and he says to them, Why are you all coming out to fight a battle? Am I not the Plishti warrior? Whereas you are servants of Shol. Why don't you just choose someone to come down to me, to come and face me? In other words, let me fight someone one-on-one. Choose your best warrior. Let me face off with him, and we'll have a duel, and we'll see who will be victorious. And here are the stakes. If he battles with me, and kills me, then we'll be your slaves. And if I defeat him and kill him, you'll be our slaves of Adam my son, and you will serve us. In other words, Goliath says that uh, that he challenges Klaisol to a formal duel. He says, choose your greatest warrior and let me have a duel with him. And on the belief, this was the belief amongst the non-Jewish nations, that the belief was that if you wanted to figure out who, which side was divinely ordained, to be the victor in battle, instead of putting both armies and risking all the lives, you could simply choose the greatest warrior. Whichever whichever warrior prevailed, that was the side that heaven was favoring. And so in that way, then, then they would establish stakes, and that's what Goliath is doing here. Now the Barbanel brings that down. He says that that was the view of non-Jewish scholars, that that's what Goliath was doing, challenging uh, Klaiusel to a formal duel. But the Barbanel has an issue with it because he says that that only works if the conditions are equal. In other words, you have one, you have two warriors facing off with equal stakes and equal terms. However, here, clearly Goliath was superior to anyone that Klaiusel was going to put forward. And therefore, Goliath was just trying to intimidate and insult Klaiusel. There was no, he wasn't really serious about having a formal duel because, again, there was no one who was equal to him that could make it an equal, um, an equal duel. The Malbum adds on to this that the, um, the reason why Goliath is, is, is proposing this duel is because he's saying, he want, he's basically calling out Kalei He's saying, till you had a king, you were our servants. You were subservient, you paid tribute to the Plishtim. Now that you chose a king, you're, it, it looks like you're rebelling against us now that you picked Shul. So Goliath now is challenging Kalei to say either you're going to renew your allegiance or if not, send out someone to represent your nation that's going to basically fight on your behalf uh, and and um, and uh, prove that you guys uh, no longer need to be subservient to us. To which Klai Yisrael uh, declined that offer because they were not interested in putting their fate in the hands of one man. They preferred to have a regular battle between the two nations. Now, what is this that Lashon, that Goliath uses? Anoichi haplishti. Aloy anoichi haplishti. Am I not the plishti and you are the servants of Shaul? What does that have to do with anything? So Rashi says that Goliath said that even though he was a regular plishti soldier, he had accomplished more on the battlefield than Shaul HaMelech. Shaul, he was saying basically Shaul had yet to prove himself on the battlefield, whereas Anoichi haplishti, I'm a regular soldier and yet I've done more in battle than Shaul. The Targum adds that Goliath actually made a longer statement which is hinted at with the Pasuk. He's saying that, uh, no, the, the Targum says that Goliath said the following. He said, I'm the Plishti who way back in the beginning of the Sefer 
in the original battle between the Plishtim killed Chafni and Penchas, and he sees, he's saying, I seized the Aaron and I brought it to the Temple of Dagon. At every Plishti war, I fought at the front, and I was victorious, killing many, many, many people, as much as the dust of the land. That's what the Targum says that Goliath was saying. And the court, the Mayam lawyers adds that Goliath was actually, by saying Atam of Adam he was actually challenging Shal himself to battle. He was saying, Look, I'm an officer on the Plishti side. You guys are servants, so you're, it's not fitting for you to face me, but send forward your officer, meaning your leader, Shal, send your officer to face me. I'm an officer, and that way it will be an equal confrontation. The Barbanel understands the words, Anoichia Plishti to indicate that even though Goliath was, a, was, was an officer, he wouldn't nor, ordinarily have a duel with someone who was not of equal rank as him. But here he's saying, I'm ready to do it. You guys are Avadim Tashol, I'm just a Plishti. In this case, I'm willing to duel with your leader even though I'm only an officer. Um, some of the Mepharshim learn that Anoichia Plishti means that he was hinting at the fact that just like he was representative of all the Plishtim, just like Goliath was born from Znus, as we learned that Arpa was with many men, and out of that came Goliath. Goliath had no idea who his father was. So too, all the Plishtim had no idea who their fathers were, because they were all born out of Znus. So Anochia Plishtim, he's saying, I'm representative of the other Plishtim. Um, the um, the Barbanel adds that Shaul was saying, he's basically saying that, you, he's saying to Kaisal, you have nothing to lose, because you're right now servants to Shaul. So if Shaul wins, you'll remain servants to Shaul. If Shaul loses, you'll just be servants to us. But your status is not going to change. You're Avadim either way. So why does it matter to you to fight this battle? In other words, go home and just pick for yourself Shaul. Let Shaul fight the battle for you. Why are you, why are you going to stand up and, and try to put all your lives at risk? The Gemara in Saita tells us that by saying Berulachem Ish, when Goliath says, choose for yourself a man, that Pashim uh, Shadrashi says he means Shaul, as we said. But the Gemara in Saita learns out and actually was challenging HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is called Ishmael Chama, right? Like in, in, in the Shire, he's called Ishmael Chama, Hashem Ishmael Chama. So he was challenging Hashem, meaning he was, um, he was de- desecrating HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And he was, uh, he was um, being Megadef as well. The Gemara adds that Hashem responded that even though Goliath wanted to fight an Ish, referring to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu would send to him someone who was even less than an Ish, a Ben Ish. And that's why we'll see later on in Pasuk Yedbeis, David Amalekh is referred to as Ben Ish, the David Ben Ish. That Hashem was saying, you're not even going to lose to an Ish, you're going to lose to a Ben Ish, which is even less than what you think. You, you, you think you're such a Balgaiv, and you're going to see that you're going to lose to someone even less than you think you are. Rashi and the Kliyakar add one more point, that V'yerei Eloi, that Goliath was saying Nevuah without realizing it, that V'yerei Eloi literally means let him come down to me, but they learn now, the Gemara, they quote the Gemara, the Gemara in Saita says that uh, Goliath was predicting his own fate, V'yerei Eloi, which can also be interpreted to mean he will, V'yerei Eloi, he will subdue me, he will take me down. So it was a Nevuah, he said in Nevuah that the person who's going to come is V'yerei Eloi, meaning David Amalek is going to come in and, and, and defeat him, he was saying a Nevuah without even realizing he was saying it.